Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, LKN. Happy Monday to you. I um, have been wondering to myself, am I going to get out of bed? That was all of 20 minutes ago. Believe it or not, your boy sleeps in sometimes. It doesn't really work well when you host a morning show, though, because you got to get out of bed. You can only hit that snooze so many times. I was thinking to myself, like, as I'm snoozing, what's the record for snoozes? You know, we talked about bed rotting, like, what, a week ago? That new trend out there where you just stay in bed all day. Some people just call that depression, but they, they, have a, they, they now have a, a trending term for it called bed rotting. And I'm like three to four snoozes deep at this point. It's Monday, baby. Got to get up. Got to get I'm getting it this time. I'm getting it this time. <laughs> right back to it. Mondays seem to flow like that more and more. It's like, it's like, you know, like we call it a vacation, right? You call it, I didn't go on vacation, but, but, you know, give me some lateral here for a second. You you go on vacation and, and you're more tired when you come back than you were when you left. That's like the inverse of what it's supposed to be. Man, we're going on vacation. We're going to get refreshed. I'm going to come back lively. Six news is deep. Eyes crusted shut still. You know, it's one of those mornings. I'm not the type, too, that, like, pops out of bed and is just, like, glitz and glam, you know, from the onset. No. I told you last week, and I meant it. I I identify as a bear usually first thing in the morning. It's just easier that way because if I accept it, then it's quicker for me to move toward the goal of actually showering. I shower each day. Some people don't shower every day. I can't do that. Bill, how was your weekend? It was amazing. So you had a you had a little bit of fishy scent going on in the uh, the old uh, oh, casita uh, last last week. How's it going? Uh, it lingers, it lingers, but um, you know, thankfully we've baked some muffins. Yeah, brewed some coffee, so we're getting there. We're getting there. Slowly but surely. Right, we're getting there. Couldn't steal my joy though. No, you had a great weekend. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Got to get out on the lake. Um, didn't go to the Luke Combs concert, but got to feel the energy around it. Saturday night seemed like it was a little bit of a bummer. Is, did you see anything on it? Was it a little rowdier later in the night in the city on um, Saturday? I, I didn't do too much walking around later on Saturday night. Uh, Friday night was awesome, but the weather definitely seemed to kind of hinder. But I understand, from what I understand, Luke stayed a little bit after. I, I heard he had a hard break at 11. Ooh. Uh, but I think he stayed after and sung some songs and made sure fans got their fill. So it's awesome to see some local local guy like that. And I'm not sure which which concert it was was the second one added. You know, because he originally just had one scheduled, and then he did a second day. So I don't know if Friday was the original and Saturday then was this. I don't remember. I think Saturday was the extra. I could be wrong. Um, the whole concert schedule these days of, like, having a concert on a Tuesday is weird to me, but I feel like we're seeing that more now as compared to the past. Uh, but yeah, I hear on Saturday he sung one song and then just onslaught of lightning, just onslaught of thunderstorm, 
and he didn't get back out until like 10.30 or something crazy like that. Yeah, so I think he was supposed to be out and done at 11, and I think he maybe had a risk of getting fined if he performed after 11, but he did it anyway. Well, he texted fine. me. Luke texted me, and because he could smell the fish from your apartment all the okay. way in the stadium, and uh, okay. this is, this is what he told me. He said, "He said, take some Fabuloso. You ever used Fabuloso before? Uh, I've seen it, but I don't know if I've used it personally. This stuff is amazing. They have like this lavender flavor, and it's it's fire. Like so, like it's, I can always tell when, when once you know the house has that, and I come in and like jotting wow, it down. Fabuloso. Fabuloso. So just pour it in a bucket and put it in the middle of your floor. Like, just pour it in the bucket. That's what Luke wanted me to tell you. He said, hey, tell Bill, uh, pour it in a bucket, put it in the middle of the floor, leave it there overnight. I appreciate that. Give it a shot. Yeah, I appreciate that. And big shout out, Luke. Yeah. Thank you for the suggestion. I mean, he's probably smelled a lot of crusty smells on the on the road. You know what I mean? He probably has had to deal with a lot of messes. That's showbiz, baby. That, you know? And you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Are you feeling lucky, though? <sighs> I, <laughs> I am not a gambler. I not not because like I don't enjoy the mathematicianness of gambling, but I just never win. I never win. But somebody's gonna win big. Somebody's gonna win big. What's the number at now? Oh man, like a billion? No, nine hundred million. I think. Yeah. Who's counting? Yeah, a little rounding error. My bad. You know. But what's the like? So so we're talking about the the lottery, right? Like everyone, like it, it, you you drive down the road, you see the Powerball sign, right? Like. I wonder if it ever is going to get to the point where there's not enough digits on the board and there's like more than you need. You know, like they could just change. It's more than you need. Right. More than you have now. You know, like get a lump sum of $450 million tomorrow. Like it's pretty enticing, you know? What would you do? Like, so would you go the route of, would you take lump sum or would you take even a, like for the rest of your life? Ooh, I'd have to consult with Joshua Doby. Ooh, dollars and cents, man. Yes, dollars and cents. Uh, I'd ask him for the best advice, and I would probably follow it to a T. <laughs> exact spot on. Joshua right. Doby, what do you tell me to do with this right. money? Make sure my mom is happy. Oh, you got to. You got to. It's Go hard for me to see any other scenario besides taking the lump sum. Just because, like, if you die, like, imagine you died, like, one month after you did, like, the for life. I don't, I don't know if, like, the family gets, like, the rest. So that's like, I don't know the answer to that. I I could be wrong. Surely something's got to be there, right? Like, you you leave the lottery office, step off the sidewalk, bam, done. Family's like, oh my gosh, we won the lottery. The positive is they would get a Netflix documentary out of that. So that's like the secondary prize if you're in that scenario. Still decent, not four hundred million decent, but decent. Or would you, if you did the the lump sum, are you buying like a bunch of stuff from the onset, or are you like like I like it? Almost seems like it's going to be overwhelming at first. Yeah, I'd like to. I think I could get comfortable. You know, I'm a professional money spender. Yeah. So I'm I'm good at it. You know, I'm not a good money saver, but I know how to spend it. I think I know what I'd buy. Krispy Kreme, just the whole company. It's <laughs> <laughs> just one check. Sign it over. It's mine. 
<laughs> that's that's just the way I would bring it full circle. Krispy <laughs> Kreme ain't going nowhere either. <laughs> I don't know what they're worth these days. I don't follow like financial valuations of companies like that. But you know, four hundred mil cash. You know, hey, no financing, baby. Who's who's doing a deal like that these days? Who's bringing that much cash to the table? Your boy, because he just won the lottery. Man, that'd be awesome. Could be you. Make sure you go get your Powerball tickets today. Drawing tonight. I'm not getting any. I'm not. No, because I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna get you one. I'm gonna lose. It's like what ten bucks? You get like was it ten bucks to get a ticket? Like, and now they take debit cards too. You know they did that like that years is ago. Da- that <laughs> is dangerous. My mom gets it on the app. There's an app that you can just connect directly to your banking account now. You don't even have to go. You don't like that's the, that was part of the experience of the lottery. You know, you go. What numbers are you gonna pick? What numbers are you gonna pick? Nope. App digitize. Feed it to that Apple Wallet. Ping me if I win. You know. Like, it's, it's to that level now. That's what makes it so dangerous, and that's why, like, it's just not a good formula for me. That is a fair point. It's too easy, man. No wonder why it's at a billion dollars. Because look how many people can buy it. Right. You have an app. There's an app. The, the, the North Carolina lottery system has a better app than, like, 90% of companies. I'm just excited to pay, pay back some IOUs. That's it. First things first. Let's let's square let's square up together. I gotta. I've I've been holding it for a while. I finally got my shot. And then you got to worry about other people finding out. You know, I definitely wouldn't be that one like in the public with it because like you're gonna meet some people that at that point you don't want to meet. It's good morning, LKN. Busy lineup today. Got the VA National Press Secretary coming on at 7.30. Going to be talking about the new Burn Pits Benefits Program for the VA. So all our vets, we love y'all. We love you, my kids. 844-STUDIO-4. What's on your mind this morning? It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Digital fam, I see you out there. Good morning, LKM. Good morning, LKN. It's Monday. July 17th. Log it. We're in it, baby. We're in it. Our digital fam. So that's probably the first time, if you're watching the video stream, which you can, all of our local content. We do more local than any other station. We do more local than anybody. WSICnews.com. You can check out the full lineup, but you can watch all of the the local programming via our video stream. We also stream on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. Take us with you. You know, if you're on the road, maybe, maybe you use your phone to connect into your vehicle now. It's common. All the technology and, and applications that they have readily available for you, we enjoy that. So you can take us with, with you, wherever you go. 24 hours a day. Audio stream on the website, WSICnews.com. Check out the new site. See what you think about it. Give it a test drive. Run it around for a little bit. Let me know. Give me that feedback. That WSIC events uh, community calendar? Woo! Got some submissions. Got some submissions going on. You can get your uh, event on there for free. It is free to put your event on there if, you, if you've got an event going on in the community, your organization. Maybe you're having a yard sale, a state sale. Whatever you got going on, throw it up there. You know, hey, maybe you're just, maybe you're just you know, watching America's Got Talent, you know? Maybe, that, maybe you want to tell people about it. Now, I probably shouldn't tell people that. Although I was watching it last night. There was a couple on there. 
You know, Danny Carr's on there, uh, Statesville uh, native. She works with uh, Rocky Lynn there in Statesville, too, and uh, and Sue. They are, uh, wow, she's good. So she's going to have that free concert in Statesville. Check that out in the, if you didn't hear that in the WSIC events community calendar for the week. Um, she's going to have a free concert in August, too. I don't know if I could perform like that, though. You know, like, like that, that, that's tough. Performance is tough. You got to get up on the stage. You got the lights beaming at you. It's hot. You know, TV makes it look like something. Plus, like, everybody on TV wears makeup. I just don't know if I can ever bring myself to that. There's nothing, there's no wrong, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just accepted. You know, you want to hide your blemishes. I don't blame you. I just don't know. I just don't know if I could do it. Secretary Terrence, Press Secretary Terrence Hayes of the Department of VA. He's the National Press Secretary, Terrence Hayes. Coming on at 7.30. We're going to talk about burn pits. I was, I was looking at this online. Look, and I'm not a veteran. We've got great relationships with some great veterans. John Galena, Brad Borders. Putting the pieces back together. It airs every th- uh, Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday at 3? Wednesday or Thursday at 3. One of them's the sheriff. One of them is... Uh, uh, Putting the pieces back together. Both. Thursday. Putting the pieces back together. Thursday at 3 o'clock. John Galena, Brad Borders. Top-notch vets. Care about the community. We care about the community as a station. We care about our veterans as a station. And so have the opportunity to speak with Terrence Hayes, the National Press Secretary for the Department of VA, talking about an eligibility program um, for those who believe they may have been affected by burn pits. Was researching this stuff online, and, and man, tough. Tough to watch, tough to see, tough to read about. Praying for the vets that may have some health issues based on all of our vets in general. But man, to have to burn trash, burn your feces when you're over. And not to mention just the poor air quality, you know, in other countries. Say what you want about our standards. We at least have standards. Say what you want about America's standards, but we at least have some. There's a lot of countries that don't even have standards. And so there are, are men and women who've gone over and fought for our freedom. Um, deserve some benefit to take care of themselves after something like that. Bill, we got that word of the day yet? How we feeling? Oh, we got it. We got the word of the day. Okay, so today's word of the day is brought to you by Halls Plumbing in Statesville. Uh, we had a little bit of a uh, backflow issue uh, at the WSIC uh, Studio A in Statesville. So big shout out to Halls Plumbing who came through, got it, got it cleaned up. Got it cleaned up. All right, what's the word of the day? Today's word of the day is homily. 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 It's a noun, so it's a person, place, or a thing. The Hall's Plumbing word of the day. It's got a nice ring to it. It does. Homily. Homily. All right, may I have it in a sentence, please, sir? The calendar features serene photographs captioned by inspirational proverbs and homilies. Homily. Homily. The bat phone's ringing, by the way, is what that was there. Uh, homily. Still didn't, I, I'm probably going to have to catch the, a, a sentence again here in a minute, but Bill's going to take that call real quick and just, uh, we'll, we'll work through. So homily, a noun, a person, place, or a thing. So the word of the day is where Bill gives me a word, and what I uh, need to do is guess the definition. I can have some context clues. Bill, Bill, if you check out on the video stream, you can see Bill has this nice graphic where he gives me the pronunciation. That's going to help. 
gives me the type of word it is, today being a noun. Still haven't figured out what an adverb is. That's okay. Today's a noun. Person, place, or thing. Homily. And then Bill can give it to me in a sentence. And by giving it to me in a sentence, I can have some context clues as to uh, what I am uh, actually trying to talk about and trying to guess what the definition is. Bill, could I get another word in the sentence, please? Homily, homily. We had to listen to another one of his homilies about the value of public service. Homily. Speeches. Okay, okay. Or monologue. You're getting there. You're pretty close. Had I... to listen to his presentation. You're you're so you're so close to bordering on it. I'm gonna break it down for you. Okay, give you it to ready me. Ready for the reveal? Here? Give it to me. Homily noun. Ha, ma, li. Again, this is Hall's plumbing word of the day. A homily is usually a short talk on a religious or moral topic. Homily may also refer to an inspirational catchphrase, or a or to a trite. Or stale remark. Mm. Homily. 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 A short talk on a religious or moral topic. May so, also refer to an inspirational catchphrase. So we will have a homily on burn pits shortly with VA National Press Secretary Terrence Hayes. Indeed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that place. I'll lean into it. Okay, there you go. So uh, a short presentation, discussion, conversation, talk. Uh, okay, so so by the end of the week, right, so we're, we're documenting. By the end of the week, what the goal really is is to uh, uh, utilize all these words for the week in a singular sentence. So big shout-out uh, to Halls Plumbing giving us the word of the day today. Again, we had a little issue in Statesville. They came out. They were fast. They were friendly. They got the job done, uh, and they cared about quality. You know, that's what you want whenever you're calling on a plumber, any kind of tradesperson to work on your house. Uh, and in this case, it was our business. So we got we to keep going at the business. And so they do commercial. They do residential. You got a service call you need. Then they serve all the way, like Mooresville, Statesville. They serve all through the area. You know, they're based in Statesville, but they got enough crew that they're, they're ripping and running. And I think that's the other thing is that they're expanding. So they're looking for growth right now because, you know, I feel like tradesmen, plumbers, like they're they're – it's getting harder and harder to find. You know, you got you to gotta want that. You know, I'm not playing in that, that kind of mud, you know, through the day unless you want it. And uh, the, if, you want, if you're looking to then for an employer, you are a plumber and you're looking for a spot. Hall's Plumbing. Check them out. Give them a call. Tell them we sent you, though. Be, fr- be friendly. Tell them we sent you. Thanks again to Hall's Plumbing. All right, Bill. We were, uh, you watched Wimbledon yesterday or all weekend. Was it, was it just one weekend? Is it like literally happen? Does tennis happen like in a singular weekend, an entire tournament? Is that how that it's works? A, it's a week long buildup. So there's like s- beginning it's like rounds. The tournament, yeah. yeah, and then it really gets into the nitty gritty around Friday. You can tell I really know a lot about it. Right. It was an epic, a really good matchup between uh, uh, Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz. I believe I'm saying his name right. Um, Djokovic, who's 40. 41 versus the new young gun, the 20 year old. Um, and after about four and a half hours of playing tennis, um, the young gun Carlos takes home the Wimbledon. No. In the, 
I guess I wouldn't call it an upset, yeah. but I would call it almost a changing of the guard, you know. So now this Carlos guy is going to go on, hopefully, you know, for him, you know. Wimbledon's a big tournament. Some 20-year run of his own. Yeah. Sure. W- did, did Djokovic look tired at the end? Uh, you know, it's hard to say if it was tired or just uh, just made some easy some mistakes. Just made some mistakes that you would think he wouldn't make. Yeah. Um, and the young gun Carlos uh, responded every time, so it was it was fun to watch. I didn't know what I was signing up for. I didn't know it was going to be a four hour long match. But once you're three hours in, you're like, all right, let's finish this. Let's finish. <laughs> Let you know. I'll I'll see it through. But no, it was entertaining. It was good sport. I uh, I get tired just watching tennis. Like it's they do a lot of running. You talk about one of those sports where you just run. You just got to run, and it's not like. It's not like it's like, hey, we're gonna run a few miles. Like you're, you mentally you prepare for that long distance, but in tennis, it's like we're gonna run 20 miles, and it's gonna be all broken up into like a million short sprints, and that that's the style of running. So you just have to be able to stop and go so many times. It's one of the reasons why I did not uh, get a scholarship for for tennis, is because of the running, the the swinging of the racket and hitting the ball. I can I can vibe with, but the the concept of just running for miles on end to me just the body just gives out like ah cramp just uh, pretty much within the first few steps. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, Bills on the Sticks. We've got on the phone Department of VA National Press Secretary Terrence Hayes. So just on the other side, we're going to chat with him about burn pits, um, new benefits out there for veterans. You're going to want to hear it. You're going to want to share it. Uh, We need to take care of the veterans. We always should, no matter what's going on. You're listening to Good Morning LKN, 844 Studio 4, something on your mind on this Monday. Share it with us. we got a few other things to talk about today. Oh, Bill, i got to tell you about something on the next hour. Ooh, an experience we had at a local dining shop. Oh, my goodness. Good Morning LKN, coming right back. Morning, LKN. Good morning. Good morning. It's a Monday. We're getting going, though. We're in the saddle. We're cruising down the road. And look, we, we talk about our veterans a lot. WSIC, we got a lot of programming for our veterans. Herb Hart Homes hosts a show, Putting the Pieces Back Together. That's Thursdays at 3 o'clock. John Galina and Brad Borders. And we're honored to be joined this morning by the Department of Veteran Affairs National Press Secretary, Terrence Hayes. Uh, Press Secretary Hayes, you there? I am. Mike, thank you for having me this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, got connected through uh, our Salisbury VA office, so we want to give them a shout-out here locally. Um, they they reached out to us informing us about these new benefits that are going on potentially for veterans as it relates to burn pits, and then we were able to get connected. So we really appreciate your time. Uh, I, I did a little research on burn pits. Uh, scary stuff. Scary stuff to think about burning trash, burning your feces when you're overseas and you're you're in other countries and you're having to to use burn the trash um, and sit around it, you know, and make sure that 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 you do it a particular way. I, I mean, regardless of what the studies show, I think we can all agree 
it, it not not a pleasant experience. So there's new benefits out at the VA. Can you brief us on what the new benefits are for veterans? Yes, I can. And uh, first, uh, thank you for allowing me you today. Well, Secretary, I'm sorry, I'm a little choppy on you. I don't know if you're on a cell or not. I apologize. It's it's a bit choppy right now from me. If I can. If I can get you to yeah, can you hear me? seek for the signal a little bit for me, Press Secretary. You know? A little better there. We're getting closer. We're getting warmer. We're getting warmer. Let's, let's <laughs> cup, you know, you know, you know how it goes, right? You have that spot, you're probably standing in the office and you can go two steps to the left and all of a sudden you got no signal. Okay. We know what that's like. Chop it on me again. Chop it on me. He Did must. You hear me? Yeah, now I can hear. See, you must be in like the twenty-four. Okay. You yeah, must you be like underground. Yeah, you must be like twenty-four uh, stories underground right now, aren't you? You're you're in some <laughs> deep-level bunker right now, prepping, getting things right for the world, and we appreciate your time. Well, thank you again, and I, I truly apologize for the uh, choppiness there. Uh, you know, sometimes it can be a little rough, but um, yeah, burn pits. Um, this is a very important topic. This is personal for me as a post 9-11 veteran who served in Iraq for about 15 months himself. Um, there's several different toxic substances many veterans have come in contact. And we're, we anticipate more than about 6 million veterans could be eligible for benefits because of their service. So again, uh, this, this not only involves just those who served in Iraq and Afghanistan, but it also goes back to Vietnam with our Vietnam War veterans who may have come in contact with Agent Orange. So again, if you're a Vietnam War veteran, if you're a Gulf War veteran, if you're a post 9-11 veteran like myself, and you believe you come in contact with toxic substances, or you have any of the illnesses that are on our website at VHPAC, we're asking people to stop everything they're doing and please apply for the benefits that you've earned. And so the, we'll put the link to the website. I, I saw, too, that the, there's the informational packet, like 10 things to know about burn pits. We'll get that posted as well and get a link um, directly on the WSIC social channels, too, for people to be able to sign up. Um, so so is the process an online form? Is that what you recommend being the best way to people do it? Or can people call or go by their local VA office? What are some of those different ways that you'd recommend for them to be able to sign up? Yeah, that's an outstanding question because, unfortunately, there's some folks out there uh, trying to do some scams out there. And we want to make sure that our veterans go to the absolute right individuals to get the benefits that they've earned. So, you know, the first thing they can do is they can give us a call. They can call VA at 1-800-698-2411, or you can visit our website for more information. You can visit your local VA medical center or your local VA regional office, benefits office, that is. And there's people standing by to provide you assistance readily available. Uh, what's called organization, your local folks, you know, like VFWs, your American Legions, your DAVs, or even your county and state uh, veteran service are fully credited by VA, and they're all free of charge. So at no should you pay anybody to file for the benefits that you've earned. That's a big thing these days, right? The scams, internet scams, phone scams. Like we joke around sometimes. Like sometimes I get random text messages and, and like the text just says, hey, 
You know what I mean? It's like a random number I've never seen before. And like, there's so much out there, so many like bad links that are being sent every which way. We hear about the ransomware, we hear about the phishing and all that. Is is there just like a hard and fast rule the VA has to protect people? Like in my mind, it's go directly to the VA site. Like don't click any of the links, go directly to the VA site and find the information. Is that is that an okay rule for us to be telling people? Yeah, that's absolutely right. And then again, uh, if they if they may have had an experience with VA, which Matt, many have had, and uh, which we're encouraging folks to give us another shot. But if they want to go to someone else, you know, we're encouraging them to ensure that those folks are accredited and the accredited veteran service office. You can definitely trust those individuals. And then again, you can trust the folks like the VFW American Legion, DAV those folks because they're fully accredited by us. So again, you're going to see some of these scams out there via TV, via email, via mail, be very wary of those and just go to those accredited professionals or give us a call so we can assist you. And this is part of the PACT Act, if I saw correctly. Um, VA.gov, you can go to on, on the directly the VA website. Don't pay anybody. You know, you don't have to pay anybody for these benefits. This isn't one of those type of things. And the number, again, that I'm seeing, 800 698 2411 So, so I guess, to, uh, Press Secretary Terrence, tell, tell me how this is how this has evolved to where now there, there's a new benefits program. Was it because of veterans reaching out to you guys that you said, man, we need to really react to this, people need this? Is it a medical study? What kind of kicked it off for you guys as the VA to really push forward on this charge? Yeah, man, this is this has been going on for decades. And uh, let's be honest here, is that there's been uh, several veterans, thousands of veterans who have filed benefits in the past for many of these conditions. And you can find over 200 condition, new conditions uh, related to toxic substances on the website that you gave. If any of those, uh, those conditions, it's pretty much a slam dunk that there's benefits to you. Now, in the past, that wasn't always the case. We had uh, put the burden of proof in the veteran's hand for the case. It's a simple process. But this is this information out to many veterans as possible, survivors of of the of veterans who may have passed away to some of these illnesses also, because there's uh, benefits due to them as well. And so, when as the application process and people move through it, is it is it a pretty simple step by step, or is there like you know, am I having to submit medical records? Am I having to you know sign over my firstborn child? What's that like? What's the process like of of applying for the actual benefits? Yeah, I mean, each case is different, um, again, but if, if, if a veteran has a, an illness, so for example, if you're a Vietnam War veteran today and you're listening to the show right now and you have hypertension and, is the, and you are diagnosed with hypertension, your doctor says you have that, and you have proof that you served in Vietnam, that's all you need. It's a slam dunk right then and there. We just need to see proof that you are in Vietnam, that you have, and there's benefits due you. So the process has been streamlined because of the PACT Act. But again, each case is a little bit different. And to those veterans out there right now who may have necessary paperwork, may not have the, the documentation really available, we're asking them to file what's called intent to file. It holds their place in line. So they're eligible for those backdated benefits to when President Biden signed the bill into law last August. So again, this is critical that we get this information out because we want to be able to ensure that each veteran and their survivors maximize as much money as possible due to them. 
so the intent to file. So if 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 a veteran is thinking, okay, maybe maybe I'm going to qualify, maybe not, but I know I got something going on. I want to hold my place in line at least. Intent to file is what they can go ahead and file, regardless of the process of the burn pits, and then that way they're at least put on the list and acknowledged at a specific date during the eligibility period. Is that what I heard correct? And it's just like you know, a few people standing in line and say, for instance, I may have keys in the car. Hey hold my place in line. I'm going to run and get my keys and I'm going to come right back. And it keeps your place in line. So that's exactly what the intent to file does. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, Secretary, I, we want to say thank you for your service too. Um, we mean it genuinely for all of our veterans in the entire country who, who have fought for the freedoms, who have, who have uh, f- sacrificed and whose families have sacrificed. So we'll say thank you to you and we really appreciate your time. I know everything's busy right now. You probably got a million things going on today and so you chose to spend some time with us. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you again. Apologies uh, for the choppiness in the beginning, but thank you for affording me the opportunity to have this very important homily. Yeah, thank you, Press Secretary. That was Department of VA National Press Secretary Terrence Hayes talking about burn pit program, va.gov. Coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Want to give a thanks uh, to Department of Veteran Affairs National Press Secretary Terrence Hayes again for just joining us previously on the on the previous segment talking about burn pits. There's a new eligibility program out there, uh, VA.gov. I'll give you the phone number again because I know some of y'all like to call eight hundred six nine eight two four one one eight hundred six nine eight two four one one va.gov we're also going to post it again on our social we'll have richard do that um to make sure that that you know our veterans know about this eligibility program look if we're going to give tax dollars to somebody i'm okay with it going to veterans if we're going to support somebody if we're going to create programs for somebody i'm okay with it being veterans you're not going to hear me argue about it because it's worth it because i wouldn't be able to sit behind this microphone and say the most outlandish ridiculous things on this planet without our veterans fighting for our freedom. And so we're grateful for every single one of them. We love our veterans. And again, you're going to want to check out Putting the Pieces Back Together. That airs Thursdays from 3 to 4. John Galena, Brad Borders, two vets themselves. Heard John's story last week. He came on last week and was talking about it. Uh, wounded combat veteran uh, out there in the community, Purple Heart Homes, building houses for veterans. I mean, you talk about a tangible need. We talk about housing all the time in the community. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So grateful to all of our veterans. And I can just say that for now. We could literally, I could just literally play a recording. I'm grateful for all of our veterans. Bill's grateful for all of our veterans. Richard's grateful for all of our veterans. We could just do that. Like a memorial wall type thing. Something like that. I don't know. Look, I went out to eat this weekend, Bill. We went out to eat. Brought Demi. Here's my question. How low of a rating is acceptable to you at a restaurant? Health rating, not online review. Direct from the the health department, sticker on the window, fill in those, you know, crayon style numbers. What's your lowest you're going? What's your lowest? I don't know. I feel like I'm not even looking at that mostly. 
I try not to. So I, I went somewhere this weekend with Demi. I'm not going to say the place. I'm not going to say the place. I'm not going to say the place. It's, uh, it's a local spot, though. I love local. And it's been in the community for probably 20 years. It's an experience. It's a dining experience. And we pull in the parking lot. Parking lot looks a little rough. Definitely needs a little bit of love. But again, it's a staple. This is a place that you know you know what the experience you're going to get. Parking lot's a bit empty. Demi says, drive past the door. I said, okay. Unbeknownst to me, she's checking out the health code number. Because you can see it from the parking lot. 92.5. Initial gut reaction on a 92.5. Bill, if you saw it, is it a non-starter or are you, are you still willing to consider it? Yeah, that's when I have to start looking at different factors. How hungry am I? How much further do I have to go in my journey or whatnot? Toss up for sure. It's questionable. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look now. Now I held to my guns, real like nah, babe. This place is delicious. We're gonna, we're going here. This is right. it. Here's the other X factor for us with with Noah and Emmy. Once they set their mind on what they want, like you try convincing a four year old and a two year old who have been singing songs about the place on the way. That when we get to the parking lot, sorry, uh, kids, uh, there is an inspector who came by and one too many to wet towels out on the countertop uh, have, have shifted this narrative and we're not going to be allowed to go here anymore. Like all out war at that point, all out war. You get a child that young to, to finally convince them and it's a place they'll eat. It's a food that they will actually eat. That's not just like potato chips and, and gummies, you know? Like, and so I convinced Demi to go inside. I convinced Demi to go inside. And we're in there. We're waiting, gathering at our table. And the place is empty. There's one other family. But it's a pretty big, it's a pretty big family. I mean, it's, it's, it's a birthday party is, is what else is in there. But there is only one other family in a reasonably sized establishment with quite a few tabletops. And I start to question my decision. Now, people started trickling in. And so that in, 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 in the, you know, husband-wife duel, right? Like, that, that's, that's checks for me. As, people, as more people come in, that, that's a win on the husband side there. You know, and, and I shouldn't even say husband, because, you know, some, there's ladies that probably don't care that, that, that know a place, and they'll go. So I don't want to do it like that. As the advocator. I'll be the advocator. Now, she, you know, Demi's inspecting. She's now the health inspector as we're in there. Tabletop, questionable. Stemware, glassware, questionable. But people are coming in. And then what proceeds is this device. It's like one of these robot carts that comes around and they start bringing your things out on the robot carts. But it's pretty funny because it's like, it's not, it's like semi-automated because like there's someone walking behind it like, pushing the buttons for the direction for it to go. And then it brings it to the table, but then they proceed to take the tray off of it and then start touching it with their hands anyway to put it in front of us. So now I start questioning, okay, is this part of the show? Is this health related? Like, what is this? And then the, the machine kind of goes a little haywire. 
Because, like, there's multiple tables, right? And you got to think, it's got to know the layout, the schematic of the restaurant to, to be able to do this. But it starts, like, doing, like, these jerk moves. Like, it's, like, like it's kind of, like, dodging someone. Like, it's, like, it's stiff-arming people, like, on the football field. And then, like, the cart makes, like, a left turn real quick. And the lady, like, has to tap the button. Oh, no. Don't run into anybody. Glass could go everywhere. And then we're cleaning up and touching the mess anyway. And not to mention the person's food and the experience is done. And then as the, the evening progresses, you know, my kids, they're, they're the wild type. They're the wild type of the restaurant. They're going to let you know how they feel about things. Daddy, this chicken ain't that good. Like, that's what I get. I'm like, no, 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 it's really good. No, 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 thanks. We, we, it's really good. He's just picky. Don't, don't take this as an re- accurate reflection of what you, how you feel, uh, server and chef. Don't, please don't tell the chef. Everything's good. At the end, though, plates were pretty clean. Had a little bit of leftovers, but you get decent portion sizes here. And so, again, like 92.5, I'm thinking to myself, and, I'm, and, I, and I say to Demi when we get in the car, what's your thoughts now? And here's, my, here's the response. I'm not sure why I married you. <laughs> that's pretty, that's, that's what I get. That's what I get. Right out of the gate, thought it was an excellent dining experience, but you know, husband and wife, you dig in deeper. You dig in deeper in the relationship. Just not sure about this one. And then, like, I'm like, okay, well, what do you mean, like, you mean, like, today? Or you mean, like, you know, over 10 years ago? Like, which is it? I'll let you decide. It could have been either. What's the grimiest place, Bill? Like, what's the, like, have you, do you have, like, a spot that you like that's just, like, it's grimy, but you're going to go there because the food is, like, top? Yeah, see, I don't even know if I look at them as, like, grimy because I'm so in the, like, I'm just going to go eat there. So I like it. If I'm comfortable there and I like the people who are serving, you know, I got a good head on my shoulders. I can feel things out. Awareness. Sure. Um. I trust, trust my gut. It, it, here up at the lake, you know, there's it's decent sized square footage of restaurants. But you go to the city where you live, Bill, and there's definitely some hole-in-the-wall spots. You know, like you're walking through the kitchen to get to the order stand. So let me let, – th- hypothetical scenario. You walk in the door. It's a good spot. You like it. You see the dude cooking it up. You're having to walk past and see. Takes the hand, wipes it across the forehead, no glove. Continues to touch the silverware that cooks the rest of the food. Do you have any thought on that? Like, do you pause or is it, nah, this is, that, there's the secret ingredient. Just a little more sodium in that dish right there. Yeah, I mean, if he's working hard, I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm just, you're messing me up right now because now I'm going to be thinking too much. And I don't want to micromanage anybody, people working hard. Ah. I don't know. I'm pretty easygoing. As long as my company is comfortable, I'll probably just, you know, reflect their energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, will Nat be particular on that? Will she? Will she be pretty, pretty um, Nat, critical on it? Or yeah, no? she's she's generally really easygoing. Yeah. Um, you know, we do a fair amount of research before we go to places. Um, but yeah. you're not looking up the health code number, correct? You know what I mean? You're looking at online reviews, correct? Correct. And, th- and that's what we go by. If I see those numbers and it has an eight in front, maybe I'm 
a little hesitant. But sometimes they got to keep themselves a little secret. You know what I mean? Sure. So, you know, we're we're all products of survivors. You know, we're the strongest class of humans. The question: I, Have the standards changed though? You know, like like they're not changing like the BMI index. So are they changing health index numbers? Like. I feel like back in the day, it was like, if you even were sub 97, you know what I mean? It was questionable. But now it's kind of like, well, are the standards too high? Like 92, maybe it's like, you know, they say like C students really do the best in the real world. You know, so is it that like, you know, A minus to that B plus range or like the firest restaurants that there possibly could be? Is that is that possible? Is that how we're doing things now? I, I hope not, but this is... These are crazy times that we live in. Calculated decision. I'm going to take the hit on the health code because I have to have that flavor in there. Like, just, I'm going to go for it. Right. I'm going to go for it. Needless to say, Demi's still with me. She's still putting up with me even after this. We'll see what restaurant I can get her to go uh, to next time. Good morning, LKN. Uh, We're rolling into 8 o'clock already on your Monday morning. 844-STUDIO-4. Coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis. Bill's on the sticks. 805. You know, for our digital fam, you're probably hearing this music for the first time. Like, we have music as you come in and out, right? And so we, we're, we're building in public. We're doing something different here. We're focusing on hyper-local community. That's what we want to do. We want to be the most local station we could possibly be in every aspect. And that includes the, the different hosts and the different shows. Uh, that includes what we, what we find out about in our local community. And it's sad when you hear about that stuff on the lake. Just people, people, people dying. That's not good. And it happens every year. And you wish you could do whatever you can to prevent it. And they, they try to get safety awareness out there. Uh, Cornelius PD Lake Patrol was on Mayor Washam's show last week talking about it. Uh, Sheriff Campbell's had uh, Iredell County Lake Patrol on his show multiple times, um, and we're going to see we'll we'll see if we can get Sheriff Campbell on too this week onto the show and and talk a little bit about it. He's been traveling. Bill, since your mic's hot right now, did you go on the lake at all? I did. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. And you you had a good time. Oh yeah, took out the the pontoon. Uh, my parents are out of town, so uh, they let me take the boat out without them. Um, usually, I like to spend time with them out on the boat, but since they're not here, did you tell them you were going out, or did you sneak course, out the boat? Like, did you go did old not, school am, and sneak it out? It's crazy to think, but I think I'm past the age of sneaking out around <laughs> them. It's much better now. We just. Uh, I just talked to them and just ask. Yeah, they're up in Akron for the uh, Soapbox Derby Championships. So um, big shout out to my little nephew, Baylor. Hope he has a fun week. Um, it's a real good time. I'm glad my my uh, my dad and my brother get to spend time with the nephew. Should be a good time. Okay, you brought it up again, and we told people about it last week. We told people about it last week. We we alluded to it. No, we're still we're still hinting at it. No no comment on my Sovak Serbi pass, which is riveting. Uh, for those who are a fan of Soapbox Derby, but we'll we'll make comments after race week. Okay, so Bill doesn't want to influence the judges. He doesn't want to spark controversy because he wants to give his family, uh, the next generation, an opportunity, a fair shot, which 
for all factual intensive purposes, Bill did not get a fair shot. And and he's got some some data and some stats to prove it. And, and so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that at some point. Uh, we got we got to pick a date for the exclusive, Bill. We got to pick a date. People want it, and people are calling me. T- Luke called me and texted me about it too. He said, "Look, what's going on with Bill? What happened with the soapbox derby? Why is it why is it that fairness doesn't exist in the world anymore?" And I said, "Look, you got to talk to Bill about it. You got to talk to Bill about it." And so we'll put together that exclusive and figure that out. But the lake, the lake on the weekends, like it's starting to be that point now where it's kind of it's going to die back a little bit, right? Like the peak of the season is July fourth. The peak of the season now on the lake is July fourth, and then toward the end of the season, right? It's Memorial Day. Is it no? It's Veterans. Is it? Is it? Which day is it at the end of the season? Is it? Is it Memorial Day or Veterans Day at the end of the season? Labor Day. Labor Day. That's right. Sorry, Labor Day is at the end of the season. Yeah, so that's like that's like the official you know wind up period because we got so many community pools you know in the area in general like neighborhoods that have pools I feel like that's very very common um, throughout the entire area and they all shut down there at at that point in the season the lake but has that shifted at all you know because like it's still kind of warm after Labor Day so I wonder is that like a health code thing like hey let's get a 90 you know you're gonna get a 92.5 if you if you leave your pool open at that point or or can you stay open later is your parents pools do they does does cedar fields pool stay open beyond later day labor day do you know uh, i think it, i think labor day i'm i'm not 100 percent sure but man did i need a pool on sunday i mean it was warm all weekend i feel like yesterday was incredibly hot it was hot it was hot that sun was shining the sun is as advertised. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And it beats on you. And I've got that pale white skin. That and like, of course, this is one of those things. I try to think like, hey, I don't need sunscreen. Don't need it. I need to get a solid base, and then I'm good. And in my mind, like to say, okay, get a base. That means like I got to get fried a couple of times. But I, I, my skin has yet to agree with that scientific method, because it's just red. It just gets red. It never at any point starts bronzing. Are you an oil guy or like a lotion guy, Bill, whenever you put the sunscreen on? Um, I think I just use the spray. The spray. Yeah. Sport spray? Yeah. Instant dry? Yeah. And then you jump in and it's like an oil, you know, you got lathered with oil and it just floats off it into the water. It just floats off of me, yeah. yeah. I can see the film on the, on the cover of the lake. One of the things that I've I've never really understood was the whole wait 30 minutes after you eat before you swim concept. Do you ever follow that rule or is it just nah, I'll just hold my sandwich when I'm in the water? I'm an outlaw when it comes to water stuff um and eating and jumping in. Just that's, go That's for where it. I like to bend those those are the rules I bend. Like you just eat your sandwich underwater? I'll go chicken salad on the Hawaiian roll to a gainer. That's <laughs> House and house. That's right. it. Double tam. Wow, that's not a bad move. I try to think like too, like when I'm out there on the water, I'm like, okay, where, where's a good spot to park? You know, because y'all, there's a couple of spots where you want to hang out at. Because you, the last thing you need is like rogue wave coming and just knocking everybody over when you when no one's watching. Like sometimes it's funny, but sometimes it's like that could have been terrible. Did you anchor at all, or did you did you just free float? What was your style? I'm a big I'm a big like get to my spot, especially if I'm the captain. Yeah. Quotation marks. Yeah, I'm a big get to wherever I need to get to, and let's hang out and just anchor up and and hang out here. 
so I don't have to do anything but relax. So you anchored as well going out. Yes. And on our pontoon boat, we have a nice anchor. Okay. A nice anchor. Like an auto drop or no? It's no, no, just no, like, no, no, no. It's just heavy. <laughs> Stable. It's just heavy. Stable. Exactly. So it yeah. got the chain on the end too of it? No, it's a strong, nice rope, but it's about a 30, 30 pound anchor. Um, it's a lot to like get in and out of the water. So, um, but yeah, I don't know why I just take so much pride in the anchor, but I love anchoring down and knowing that I'm going to be right there. I see a lot of boats have to kind of move out, you know, away as they start to drift in towards the coast or whatnot. Uh, we're a one and done. And so when you, when you, when you throw the anchor, how deep were you? Do you remember how deep you were when you threw it? 23.5 meters meters you went you went meters with it out there on the lake you didn't no, convert no, no. I it because <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference between meters and feet right. i know i'm not good on the conversion ratio i think meters are longer than feet right yeah i believe meters would probably be closer to yards okay that's pretty deep did you have enough line or was it like just straight down and like you were getting dragged no, so you have to carefully, because it's such a heavy anchor, you can't just drop it. It'll burn your hands Ooh. with a little rope burn. Um, so I just carefully put it down. I don't think it was 23 feet deep. Did you get any assistance from that when you were docking? Because like, docking, docking is like the hardest part, in my opinion. Absolutely. Plus, I like to make everybody feel involved. So Sure. The yeah. wind was pretty calm over the weekend, though, which was the nice part, too. Did it, did it feel – was there giant gusts as you were docking again? No, or? I mean, it was just perfect. It was yeah. great. Slid right in? Yeah. You didn't scratch it, so now, now yeah. maybe mom and dad will let you take it back out, you think? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Now, um, did you have all your required safety gear? Did you check for life jackets before 100%, you went on? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Do you have a horn or a whistle on yours? Uh, both. Wow. Wow. Both. Lake Patrol would be happy with yeah, you. Yeah, plenty of flotation devices, um, which I thought um, Mayor Mayor Washam's show last Thursday was was really good. Um, yeah, and it definitely influenced me, and I passed on some of the things that I heard. So um, I think that stuff's really important and a great content for our hyper local new station look if you're going to be out on the water you gotta you've got to be aware of of what you need to do and some people you know hey if you're recreation you've been out there a lot you still hey keep it keep it keep your head on a swivel because you know people are crazy out there there's some crazy people out there and we want to have fun but i i don't like when i hear stories about people drowning and dying like you got to do what you can look we want everybody safe we want to have a good time it's good morning lkn 844 studio 4 what's on your mind this monday morning we're going to talk sports in a bit with joe berg Sports director. Coming back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, I am literally just now remembering. Just now in this moment, breaking news. Demi made me a breakfast shake and I left it in the fridge. Literally just hit my brain that I, we had been talking how important breakfast is in the day. Man cannot live on coffee alone. And she made me this delicious shake. Chocolate, spinach, I think some peanut butter, maybe a little, little nan-nan in there. You know, I like a good banana in, in, in my shake. And I left it in the fridge. 
I just, I took off. I had my water and I had my coffee, but I left my shake. I got to figure out a better way to carry like stuff around. You, you, you ever see that? Like when people just carry in 20 things and like, I just have yet to find a good rhythm and, and system for that. Like I have this little, uh, you know, uh, folder thing that I keep stuff. In. I don't even know what it's called. Satchel. And, and th- but then I end up having 20 other things to carry. Not to mention the boxes that are in the back of my truck that I still need to get. So I'm thinking to myself, I got to get something better. Maybe coming up with some kind of device, you know what I mean, that you can wear constantly around that, like, I'm I'm a fanny pack guy. Bill, you ever rock a fanny pack? I haven't, but they are logical. You know, they make sense. I find that, like, uh, and it was pre-dad, you know, it was pre-me becoming a dad, but it's a strong dad move, I feel like, the fanny pack, you know? Because, like, you throw it on, and it's really strong for anybody. But you you can kind of move it to the side, too. You know what I mean? And so, like, it's almost concealed. I kind of slip it over. Oh, what'd you need? Oh, did you need a snack? Got one. You need a pen? I've got one. Oh, where are the keys? Contained. That's what you can do. That's the versatility. So how can I combine that with, like, all the other stuff? Like, you rock a backpack. Do you feel like the backpack is suffice for carrying around all your stuff, or do you think it still misses like some accessory departments? I mean, it, it's really just I need something for my water and you know my coffee. You know, I don't have anything. The book bag is is fine, but I can't throw my coffee in there. Maybe I could throw my water in there, but I ultimately have the same issue where when I'm carrying things, I don't make it look easy. Right. I look like I might need help. <laughs> I'm not skilled at that. Like, right. like people, like he's got it together. That's not what people think right. when oh, they see me. He's reaching for his keys. Oh no. Oh no. What's he, is he going to put everything down? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. It's like, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely the guy that someone like would take out their phone just to video when I'm carrying stuff, just to catch like that viral blooper of man douses third degree burns on his face from dropping coffee like that's that's what happens because i don't you would think at this point like i i I, sometimes i used to rock a thermos but now i just do the open cup you know and i just i just kind of it's just convenient it's just convenient because it's always available versus like the thermos you know you got to pop the top and popping the top like that that might be what i need to do but i don't know if that's the sacrifice i'm willing to make so, like, if you had to leave one thing at home between, let's say, water, coffee, or tech, you got to leave one of the three behind in order to make it work. What are you leaving behind? Water? No? Tech? So I can't do anything at work? <laughs> Tough call. But I can just enjoy my coffee? I guess the hope is is that the establishment or, or the office you're at like has water available. Like that's like kind of maybe it's like a the you know hey worst case they'll have some water for yeah, me. Yeah, when are we getting water? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't we don't carry that here. We don't we don't <laughs> believe in that. We we drink only coffee. We drink only coffee here. No, but I, I'm I'm serious. Like like hey, if you had to leave it behind, what, what are you gonna do? Tech to me is is interesting because like with technology we can access a system from anywhere. But I don't know like if I'm juggling between the three, I'm almost putting coffee as like the number one of what I'm I've got to bring with me. And it's not it's not that like I I can't you know take you know get coffee from anywhere because like I said I'll drink even day old coffee. It doesn't scare me. The pot it, it, reasonably warm doesn't even have to be warm. 
there are those mornings where I, I just take it. I'll just pop it in the microwave. You ever had microwave coffee? That's good. You ever just feel like, oh, I got to do it? Is it really that different? Is it really? Is that really different? Look, we got we to gotta ask a local guy. We gotta ask. We gotta ask somebody who who's local. Who who what their take is on coffee? Uh, and there's someone who, who who the most local man I know, and that's Brian Summers. Oh and Brian, yeah. <laughs> and we got Brian Summers on the phone right now. Brian, happy Monday to you, sir. Good morning. Happy Monday, to you too, brother. How you doing? Awesome. I'm good. I'm going to actually start it back um, on a three-mile run. So I took for a, break, a little breather this morning. You come back from so, Wimbledon? I, Were you I, at Wimbledon? I, Is that why? No. <laughs> I've been right here. I went on a, I'm out on a jog this morning, man. <laughs> you, got, you got like a track suit? Running. You got a track suit that oh you God. rock whenever track. you what – do, what do you wear when you, when oh you jog? What do you wear? Uh, Nike T-shirt, Under Armour sweatpants, New Balance sneakers. No, you, d- you don't care about matching the brands at all. You just said, I'm going to throw it on all of it, all of the brands at one time. Hey, it's, it's America, man. Everything works. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what, no DC this weekend? You stayed in Statesville? What's happening? Oh, my gosh. Listen, man. <laughs> look, you're right big time, here. baby. You're big uh, time. I got. I look. People need to know you're you're big time, dude. And you're still li- loving the local oh community. God. You haven't forgot about us little folks around here, and I appreciate that. <laughs> you're amazing. So no, here here this weekend, here this week, and uh, just um, you know, working to to build out the show on the record and um, trying to line up uh, conversations and talks and folks and you know help us to grow what we're doing. So. You're doing a great job. So every day, Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m., Brian Summers on the record. And you're putting people in the hot seat, man. You're not afraid to shy away from real <laughs> issues in the community. What's your favorite part of Statesville? I think born and raised here, honestly, is just the, the, the favorite. My favorite part would be any place that there's a good shaded sidewalk honestly i love to just the hometown feel of walking down a sidewalk in a neighborhood that's 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 my favorite part you know i know i'm home it's the safety and security it brings it all back to a perspective and i'm a neighborhoods guy so out again good tree uh shaded tree neighborhood with good sidewalks yeah that's that's what i love yep you know what yep. i love Where doing so you know water I loved when you and I went to Randy's Barbecue and and I had some of that banana pudding over there. That banana pudding, <laughs> far none in the top three I've ever had in my life. Top three I've ever had in my life, wow. and, and and it was it was good. I housed it. You didn't you didn't even let I didn't even breathe. I don't think when I ate it, I literally inhaled the entire cup of banana pudding. Oh wow! Oh wow! Well, yeah, we 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 have something kind of good going on with them every Wednesday. Not this week they're closed, but every Wednesday. Uh, the first 10 people through the door at 6.05 uh, who say they heard it on WSIC. It's free uh, banana pudding. Wednesday night dinner. Goes with their dinner. So, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Well, I, I just learned that. I just learned that right there. Why didn't you, <laughs> you didn't even tell me that I could get free banana pudding. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, if you listen to the show, I mean, you're the boss, man. You don't even listen to my show. <laughs> nah, you know I listen to your show. You oh, I'm messing with you. <laughs> but but I wanted to give you a call and uh, just touch base with you. But uh, when you get done with today, we've got some great news 
So give me a call. Wow. Okay. I'm going to give you a call. Let me, let me get done with the show first, then I'll give you a shout. All right. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Thanks, brother. Love hearing the late Norman uh, updates every day. Bye-bye. Hey, bye-bye. That. Brian Summers. I'm telling you, nobody loves the local community like Brian Summers. This dude, this dude bleeds for the community. And it's beyond just Statesville. He loves all of Iredale. He loves Mecca. He loves, the, he loves our country. This man is a patriot. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to, to call him friend. And I'm happy to uh, have him doing a show Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m., giving a lot of love. He had, he's had some, some big names on. He's had some big names on his show, and he's, he's working through a list right now. He's got, you talk about ambitious, to showcase the, the wonder of the community. That's Brian Summers. We're going to hear from Joe Berg at 830, and I got, I got, to, I got to get an update from Joe because he's been investigating the NBA. He's been investigating the NBA, but he tells me, too, he's got a line on NFL right now, too. He tells me there's some things going on that are questionable. And, I, and I, I need to get to the bottom of this because he's already proved the NBA lottery is rigged or a Ponzi, one of the two. And so now the question is, is some of that bleeding over into the NFL? We all wonder, look, it's a machine, people. It is a money-making machine. And so we question it. And we do top-notch journalism around here. You remember the Fink's Jewelers story? We broke a lot of news from that Fink's Jewelers story. If you didn't check it out, you need to. You can go back and watch that clip on our Facebook or LinkedIn or YouTube or Twitter. It's all out there. That's the kind of local community we care about is investigating what is happening. And NFL affects our community too. I know it's national. I know it's big, but we've got a team locally. We've got a team in the region. So we want to know if there's corruption out there, and Joe Berg is the one who's going to give us that investigative story. Just on the other side of the news. Because that's what we do. We do local news, baby. We do more local than any station. And we love it. You're listening to Good Morning LKN, 844-STUDIO-4. What's your plans for the week? What do you think? Are you traveling? You gonna hang out at the house? You know, school's coming back soon. I don't want, look, don't let me bust your bubble. School's right back in session soon. Demi's already gearing up. She's only got like a couple of weeks until teacher work days. So she's coming back fast. I said, babe, we gotta get the sleep routine back, you know? We can't just be binging Netflix all night long. We gotta get up. Good morning, LKN. 844 Studio 4. Bill's on the sticks. Coming back. Good morning, LKN. Earlier, we had on the Department of Veteran Affairs National Press Secretary Terrence Hayes talking about burn pits, um, va.gov. We're going to get that link posted again. So go to our uh, Facebook page or any of our socials. And so if you're a veteran and you think you've got some health-related things based on burn pits, um, he said you can even file the you know intent to file. And that will um, – Secretary Hayes said that you can file the intent to file even if you're, you're not sure. And so we want to make sure our veterans um, get the benefits that they uh, deserve. Um, Because we appreciate all the freedom. Um, 
And there's a lot of there's a lot of questions of freedom these days. One of the questions of freedom is things being rigged. In particular, I, I question now anytime I turn on, I see anything about the NBA. And you know whose fault that is? Joe Berg's. Sports director of WSIC, top-notch investigative journalism. Joe's going to want to turn that monitor down if he's inside Studio A there with that. And Joe, I, I mean, you got to tell me, crack open this case, man. How deep does it go in the NBA with the corruption? I don't know exactly what you're trying to get at yet again on this beautiful Monday morning, but I, I have no, no concrete evidence of any kind of corruption. I don't know why you keep putting it out there. He's being modest. <laughs> he's being modest. He, he's trying to keep the story to himself. He's not sure yet if he's ready to blow the lid off this thing. But, Joe, you've told me. You've told me. And now you say it's trickled into the NFL. So how deep does the corruption go in the NFL in addition to the NBA at this point? Well, the NFL is, is a whole different story, and that's – you see it every single year, whether it's the emails that got John Gruden fired, whether it's uh, the owner of the commanders getting outed for being a terrible person. There's all kinds of issues in the NFL. Joe Berg, sports director, doer of good, root out all the evil. Uh, so what, what, what else is going on in the world of sports? Did you watch Wimbledon? I did take a little bit of a peek at Wimbledon. Uh, it was it was interesting because you know I expected uh, Novak Djokovic to win, but it was not what happened. Unfortunately, well, I guess unfortunately for him, did fortunately jo for us. Do you think he was just too old and tired? Yeah, I mean he's getting up there in age now. Um, I don't know his his exact age, uh, but. He's been around for so long that he now holds all the records that he could possibly hold. And I think all he's doing is adding to it to make sure nobody will ever catch him. And so, so the, 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 this young guy, who, who was the young gun who won? His name is, is uh, Carlos Al Alcaraz, if I said it correctly. Okay, Bill's, give, Bill's giving me the thumbs up that you said it correctly, so I'll give you that one. Um, you know, you, you would know better than I, Joe, I'll be honest with you. Uh, what's up with NASCAR getting delayed? Why, why can't we run cars in the rain? I guess you that's know, my question. That, that was my question, too, when I saw that the race was going to be delayed. I thought they were doing some kind of testing at the shorter, like, mile tracks and less than a mile tracks uh, to allow people to race in the rain in the rain tires, but uh, I'm, I'm guessing that program is not ready yet. So they decided to play it safe and delay the race until today at noon. See, and the tough part for us as a station is we carry cup series, right? And we carry them on Sundays. Um, and, but if they move to a different day, we do not preempt our, the rest of our lineup, right? Cause um, we, we won't be able to air the Cup Series race today, which the pregame starts at 11. I believe it's PRN, right? This week it's PRN? I believe so, yes. Yeah, so PRN, for our, for our race fans, um, wherever you can tune in for the PRN broadcast, um, we want to encourage you to do that. Obviously, listen to WSIC as well. Maybe have the dual radios going on, you know, coming back and forth. Uh, but just know that uh, while we would love to be able to air that race Whenever it changes days like this with the weather delay, uh, we, we, we don't broadcast that race. And that's what my thought is, Joe. Let's go ahead and let's convince NASCAR, no matter the weather, run the race. 
that that would be tough, uh, especially if you had reigns somewhere like Daytona or Talladega. Uh, that that would be a little bit dangerous. But I mean, NASCAR's known for doing dangerous things, so it wouldn't be out of character. Look, we need to spice things up. Yeah. So you you throw down monsoon hurricane force winds, in addition to just running wide open two hundred miles an hour. I, I you tell me who who's more of an athlete than someone who can do that. Uh, it, it's hard to say, especially um, the way that they have to work inside that race car. And, and in the summer months, nonetheless, when it's 90 degrees outside, there's no AC in those things. So you'd think the rain would be a little refreshing. Yeah, you would think so. But I, I noticed this um, during the couple of rain races that we've seen. You'll see drivers have like a, a Swiffer in their car trying to clean the windshield from from um, condensation that'll get on there. Like a little extend a squeegee? Yep, yep, that's exactly squeep, what they'll do. Squeep, squeep. Like that, just clean the windshield? Three they'll try down. their best. So now you're talking about, like, from a pit crew perspective, having to add an additional, like, person, an additional train trainer, right? Like, in that, because you got, there's got to be technique to that. Well, that's something that the driver, I've seen the driver does it while they're driving around the track. Like one because, hand on the wheel, one hand with the squeegee? Yep. Wow. I wonder, is Swiffer the sponsor on that? <laughs> you know, if they're smart, they would find a sponsor for it. You know, that's, hey, NASCAR does sponsorship better than anybody. We, we that's true. We could take page out of their book. There's no doubt about that. What else did you watch this weekend? Anything good? What happened in the world of sports that I missed? All right. So we have some NFL news. Uh, star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins has finally signed with a team after being cut by the Cardinals. He will be with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Rory McIlroy won at, in the Scottish Open. That is his home country, and he won the Open. And um, the streak for Charlotte FC is over. They they did not tie again, but they did lose 2-0. In Canada? Yes, in Canada. In, in Montreal. Montreal. That's where Demi's from, by the way. Demi, Demi grew up. Uh, she, she, uh, well, she's not from there. She was born in the States, but she, she did live in Montreal for a bit. And, uh, but she didn't, have any, she didn't have a dog in that fight as far as for, for the soccer game. But, you know, so <laughs> she loves Charlotte FC. So. Yeah, Mo- Montreal seems like a nice place, too. They're, they're big hockey fans up there. Big hockey fans. What's going on in the world of hockey right now, Joe? Anything at all, or is everyone just still on vacation? Everybody's pretty much on vacation. You know, uh, like a week and a half ago, there was a p- report that a great player, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, was going to be signing with the Carolina Hurricanes, and that has still not happened. So um, it seems like a whole bunch of reporters jumped the gun o- on that, getting us all excited over here. Uh, but we're still hoping that Tarasenko will come to, to Carolina. What do you think it's looking like um, as the NFL season gets closer and closer? Have you found out how to you know, express that formula you were telling me about where Bryce Young is going to throw a touchdown very first pass of the opening game of the season? I, I, don't, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Uh, no, I definitely think uh, he's going to have a, a good showing his first game. It, it, once the preseason's done, we'll really be able to tell if he's going to hold his own in week one or not. You mentioned Rory uh, winning the Scottish Open. That's a big home win for him. Uh, do you think he's still you know, crying about spilled milk in this whole live PGA concept, or how's that going? Well, it's not over yet, um, so I'm sure there's going to be more crying, but um, Congress is, is still hearing the merger 
uh, making sure that it can actually happen between Live, the PGA, and the DP World Tour. So uh, it, it might take a while before we actually have a resolution on this, but I don't think anybody who's stuck with the PGA is happy. Well, I guess what does Congress ha- why does Congress have to approve this in particular? I mean, I get like, hey, AT&T and Sprint merge, right? Like, okay, that makes a little bit of sense from a monopoly perspective. Isn't golf already a monopoly? No, not anymore, uh, because the Live Tour is owned by the Saudi government. So I guess they're just making sure that the money is coming from a space that's not actually the government. There's this thing called the uh, PIF fund that they use over there, which is where all their their sports money is allocated to. Uh, So I guess they're just making sure that all of the money that will be going towards winnings, towards advertising, anything like that, is coming from this fund instead of directly through the Saudi government. There you go. Joe Berg, sports director, WSIC sports director, uh, the scoreboard with Joe Berg, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Good morning, LKN. Coming back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis. Bills on the sticks. Thanks to Joe Berg. You know who's gearing up? Who's at Studio A right now preparing to bring you the best content you could possibly have? Pat Shannon. Pat Shannon, host of the Home Ad Show, airs Monday through Friday, 9 to 11. You want to buy something? You want to sell something? You want to trade something? Maybe you lost something. Maybe you found something. Maybe you've got an event in the community you want to tell people about. Maybe you've got a birthday or an anniversary. Bill, who's next in your list of birthdays? Who, who's up next in, 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 your, in your circle? Who's got the next birthday? I don't know. I don't know. I got to double check. Might be, uh, might be one of our, our buddies who actually lives nearby. How do you keep up with birthdays? I'm terrible about it. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm terrible about it. My my aunt is really, really good about birthdays and events. Like she has like this this planner, this calendar, and she keeps up with all of it. And she's phenomenal at it. She's phenomenal. Auntie D is phenomenal at I have keeping this, up with I have birthdays. this vision of myself, you know, being my best me. Sure. And I have all that organized. Yeah. And I'm on point. But until then, to all our listeners, happy early. Happy late or happy birthday. Yeah. One of the three works. Yes. Because, you know, everyone's got a birthday. Facts. Yeah. Everyone's got a birthday. <laughs> a great point. <laughs> Everyone has a mom and a dad. Like, you, everyone's got one. Guaranteed. Now, whether you have a relationship with any of those things, that's up to you. That, that's a different conversation. But everyone's got one. And so if you've got a birthday, Demi's birthday is in July. So it's coming up at the end of the month. I don't know what I'm going to get her yet. I got to get her something. It gets tough. Call in with suggestions, listeners. Yeah, 844-STUDIO-4. Help me out here. Because Demi is really good at, like, thoughtful gifts. Like, she takes that time. It's, it's to the person. It's, it's like, custom. Me? I, don't throw it past me to, to just pick up a gift card. Because I, I want you to be able to choose what you want. Because maybe even what you want today isn't what you want a week from now. 
And let's be honest, we get thrown a lot of products and services our way in our daily life, right? Like I'm watching, I'm watching, uh, I'm watching Mexico v. Panama last night, a little bit on the tube, and uh, you know, just inundated, inundated with products. And I'm sitting around thinking, I'm like, man, how can we keep up? And so birthdays and stuff is like kind of that opportunity to shine based on like your ability to listen. Did you listen over the past 364 days? And hear one of my needs. I heard a lot of needs. I just don't remember all of them. And so I got to find a way to do better about that. So like, what's like a really good like gift? You know, like, like simple though. Like, look, it doesn't have to be extravagant. I don't think everything has to be extravagant. And that's what Demi does so well. It's like, she'll buy someone like a pencil. I'm like, well, what is it? No, 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 no. You'll see. You'll see. Oh my gosh, you remembered. You remembered that time. Oh my gosh, and it's even got the thing on it. It's even got the little extra eraser on it. And like, it's like the best gift. Gets framed, shadow boxed. Me, stick it in the basket with the other cards, Justin. Thanks. I'll get to it later. So she's just got that skill. And so when you think about it, like, what's like a good go-to? Like, if you need to, like, like, do I get like more lotions and soaps? Hey, babe, new smell kit coming your way. Because you don't want to, like, give off the wrong impression, you know? Like, like, do you think I stink? Is that why? No, no, no. Don't do that. You enjoy, you enjoy pampering, okay? Yeah, but, you know, I, I went by Bed Bath & Beyond, and I saw the sale kit sitting there, too. Like, that's the extent you think of me? I'm, I'm an on-sale kit? You know, you don't want that. And so it's hard to keep up with gifts. And when is it appropriate? Like, when is it appropriate? Like, you have to get a gift for somebody versus, like, just, like, a shoot them a text and say happy birthday. Like, is there, like, some par- paradigm degree level here that I can think of? Like, if you're, if you're three contacts out, you know what I mean? Like, if, I, if you're a friend of a friend of a friend, is that, that's obviously pretty far out. But how, how far out do you have to go before it's, like, you really consider even getting them a gift? I, I sit around and I wonder to myself, you know, I've known this person for 15 years, but our communication is limited to like once a quarter. Funny thing I saw reminded me of you just saying, hey, like is a birthday gift like enough? Not a gift, a gif, like a text with a picture of a dancing monkey saying happy birthday. To me, that's enough. To me, to start thinking about getting gifts for everybody just gets to be a lot. So where do you draw the line? 844-STUDIO-4. How far out do you go to get a gift? There's some people I know that get gifts for everybody. I mean, they're just gifted. Full-time job, custom wrapping paper. And I'm so grateful the stores now, they'll gift wrap everything. Like, that's become mainstream. Even Amazon. Is this a gift? Check. Sure is. Custom card inside. Aerial 12-point font, absolutely. Stick that in that bag. Easy easy drawstring to open and close, even better. Even better. But at this point, like, they're not varying the wrapping paper. You know what I mean? Like, Amazon is pretty, you know, consistent. And so you wonder, like, hey, am I disrespecting you by doing that at this point? It's getting too complicated. It's getting too complicated. The thoughtfulness of just remembering, I think I should start with that. 
if I could just remember that it's somebody's birthday. Like had someone uh, like uh, uh, like less than a month ago. I had in my phone his birthday. It was the wrong date. So I text him and I say, well, well wait a second. Suri just told me that today's your birthday. Is that true? Nah. It's in a couple of weeks. Gave me the exact date. I put it in my phone. It pinged at, on day of at 9 a.m. Pinged me the birthday. Still forgot to tell him happy birthday. Called him the next day. I'm a terrible friend. Just started off with an apology. You know, I find that's the best way to diffuse the situation. Just fetal position. I apologize. And that's it. And thankfully, he had some grace. He had some grace for me. I don't think, though, that I can use that card too many times. You can't just be, you can't just be forgetting things like that. Because like, people start remembering. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Justin will call. He'll be a couple days late. He always calls. Just not on time. And I don't want to be known as that guy. Nobody wants to be known as the person who doesn't remember people's birthdays. I don't know why my brain just works that way, like, like, or doesn't work that way. Just dates and things like that. I'm just not good at that. So I rely pretty much on um, Demi and my mom exclusively to take care of dates. Like if I don't write it down, and even, even we're seeing, even if I have it in my calendar, just terrible about it. Almost need like maybe like one of those contact lenses, you know, the high-tech contact lenses just pops my calendar right in front of my eye. You know what I mean? Are we going to get to that point that like technology-wise, I can just pop a contact lens in, full daily calendar, I can turn it on and off, and it's just like, bing, 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 birthday alert, birthday alert. You know what I like, Justin? What? You have found a way to go from what should I get Demi for her birthday to finding a way to make it about you buying yourself some state-of-the-art <laughs> contacts <laughs> so you can remember birthdays. And it's probably going to be sold on Amazon. Correct. And I might just gift-wrapped it for myself. Like, hey, right. celebrate yourself today. I got you contacts for me. Yeah. So I can remember everything. This is really for you, babe. Right. I'm doing this for you. That's right. That's, that's the best way to do it, too. I, I think she'll buy welcome. into that. Yeah, she'll buy into that too. Oh, wow. But then you got to remember to put the contact lens in every day. So then it just goes in the drawer. You know what I mean? You just spent the $129.99 with free two day shipping. And then you just pop it in the drawer. And, and we had Hope just call in with a great suggestion. Okay. You know, sometimes you just got to carve out some time, go to a local thrift store, um, one of many located here in North Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, walk around a little bit and find something that just kind of speaks to you. You know, we have a saying. At my apartment, uh, I told you I'm a professional money spender. Sure. See something, buy something. It's pretty good. See something, buy something. It's a dangerous way to live. It can be. Uh, not, it, it definitely can be. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely living in the moment. And we're, we're at a point now with all the, you know, because with the kids, right? Like Once you have kids, people buy stuff for your kids. They don't buy stuff for you anymore. They buy stuff for your kids, which we love, you know, the, the outpouring of love for our children. But it becomes to a point where the cabinet is full, like we have a toy cabinet for them, you know, because you want to stay organized. You don't, you don't want to be stepping on, you know, Peppa Pig in the middle of the living room, and then there goes your left toe. You know, you don't want that. But now it's at the point like where we're having to reorganize. 
And then so like you wonder like, okay, so if we, if we remove this gift, you got to ask yourself now there's an extra step. Who got that gift for them? And is there at least a 67.56% chance that you will see them in the next six months at your house and they'll take a look in your cabinet and say, hey, where'd that gift go? Because that's what you don't want. You don't want like, oh, that gift was cool. Like re-gifting, right? That's a thing. But like if you get rid of the gift out of your house, that there's a potential that that person would find out that you got rid of their gift. Like how, too, how soon is too soon? Like, ah, Noah outgrew it. So we gave it away. We wanted another kid to have that, you know, joy that that toy brought Noah. You know, Emmy's moved on to a new phase now. At what point is that okay? Because, like, everything's cool in the moment. Like, my kids love the boxes more than the actual toys a lot of the time. You know, to be a kid again. To be a kid. Good morning, LKN. Busy week this week. A lot going on. Representative McNeely's up at 11. Pat Shannon's up just on the other side of this news. I love you, my kids. <laughs>